Let us pray first. Panginoon, maraming salamat po sa oras na ito na binigay niyo sa amin para magpakinggan namin ang mga salita mo. We pray, Lord, na sana bigyan mo ng kaalaman ang alagad mo para maiparating kung anuman ang salita mo na gusto mong maiparating sa mga tao. Gamitin mo ako, Lord, sa oras na ito at sana i-bless mo ang buong worship service namin. In Jesus' name, Amen. October is the month designated by Kamako for our Missions Month in which we are being reminded for our DNA. We are the Christian and Missionary Alliance and our theme for this month amidst the pandemic missions continues. At the beginning of the COVID pandemic, we thought that it will pass quickly in a few months and everything will go back to normal. But it's already going on for two years and the threat of COVID is strong as ever. It persists even at the face of vaccine. It continues to affect our lives, our movement, and our, even our work. COVID-19 disrupted our plans, our programs, and our dreams of the future. More so, why do we need to be involved in missions in this time of pandemic? Also, why do missions when there are current and pressing matters like the following? The death toll continues to rise. Income is limited for, and for some, food is limited also. During lockdown, I was able to witness on how people fight for their right for the rice distribution. Because wala silang trabaho and umaasa lang sila sa daily income nila na araw-araw sila makahanap ng pera kung saan sila nagtatrabaho ng arawan lang ang kanilang income. That time, nahihirapan sila kasi paano sila makapunta or nung yung isang, isang tao na nag-drive lang siya ng sikad-sikad, paano siya makasikad-sikad na walang, walang tao na palabasin? That's why that time, hirap na hirap yung pakiramdam nila kasi wala nga silang income. Isa sa latest na experience ko, gias ako na magpray para magkaroon sila ng pagkain. So, parang nasaktan ako kasi hirap naman yung magpray ka lang. But, nagpray talaga ako sa kanila that time. Then some of our friends and loved ones have been infected and some even succumbed to the disease. In our church, some of our members are also infected. The hospitals cannot cope 
In other cities, nakita ko, isang isang pasyente nasa car. So, okay lang yun kasi may car man siya. Doon siya naka-oxygen sa car niya. So, wala, kasi wala nang room sa hospitals. Wala na din ang ibang hospital, wala nang supply ng oxygen. So, yun ang nangyari sa, sa atin sa pandemic. We are all personally affected by the COVID pandemic. But God's call for the Great Commission is unchanging. I believe it is now more than ever that the emergency to bring the gospel to the lost, to those who are perishing, and to those who are in an enriched places are at the emergency level. As what Matthew 28 says, Go therefore and make disciples to all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Even in the times of Jesus and the apostles, there were already hindrances or obstacles in the, peri in the preaching or spreading the of the Gospels. However, all this did not stop God from His plan to redeem humanity. Today, we will look at the very reason that why the mission's work should not be stopped even in our present circumstances. There are three reasons why we must prevently participate in missions regardless of the world adversity. First, God's love and grace in restoring humanity is constant and unchanging. God's love and grace was expressed when God took initiative for man to be rescued. In Genesis, we can see an incident on how God took the initiative for man to be rescued. There we can see the problem, the punishment, and the provision. So, first, is, first incident is Genesis chapter 3. This is about the, the fall of man. Man seeking to be like God outside of God's plan. God created man in his image, but God desiring to have God-like power of knowing good and evil, seek outside of his will and plan. They disobeyed God's clear command not to eat the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, thus bringing sin and death in the world, destroying God's perfect will and plan for men. So, in here we can see the problem of disobedience and they are being punished by God through they are cursed and expelled from the garden of Eden in verse 24 says he drove out the man the provision what is God's provision in here God made a garment of skin the time that Adam and Eve is were in difficult situation because of disobedience God did not leave them our loving God 
rescued them, them by providing a garment of skin. This is a symbol of God providing for man what he needs. The next incident is the story of Cain and Abel found in Genesis chapter 4, verse 8, 14, and 15. It says, Cain rose up against his brother Abel and killed him. So his problem here is murder. He killed his brother and God punished him. He was expelled and become a wanderer. But God rescued him by putting a mark on his forehead so that he would not be killed. And God still protected him. That is God's provision for him. The next incident is Noah's Ark. The story of Noah's Ark found in Genesis chapter 6. Here, the, their problem, the problem is the increase of their wickedness. God punishes the world through the flood because of their wickedness. So their punishment is the flood. And God's provision was, is the ark. God, God rescued the family of Noah by providing the ark. So, dito sa mga incidents na ito, makikita natin yung cycle. The problem, the punishment, and the provision. That is how God took the initiative to rescue mankind. So we can see that in every sin, there is always a punishment, but God's provision is always there. It is very clear that God hates sin, but loves men unconditionally. He is a holy God who reached out His hand to bring back human to him and be placed into his original plan and purpose. God's love and grace extends all generations. In Genesis chapter 3 verse 15 says, God will put an enmity between thee and the woman, between thy seed and thy and her seed. It shall rise your head and thou shalt broise his heel. One day, in his perfect time, or in the fullness of time, the seed or offspring of the woman, who is Jesus Christ, will crush the head of the serpent, who is Satan, death, and sin. But the serpent will strike his heel. This is the death of Jesus Christ on the cross. Here in this verse, we can see the beginning of God's plan to save mankind from sin and death. From that verse and throughout the Old Testament, we can see God's working through human crises and problems to fulfill the redemptive plan. His redemptive plan from the Old Testament fulfilled in the New Testament and being enjoyed by our generation today. We are enjoying God's love and grace. I'm, also, I'm so inspired by the song entitled Grace by Laura. The ly lyric says, My heart is so proud. My mind is so unfocused. I see the things you do through me. 
as great things I have done. And now you gently break me, and lovingly you take me. You hold me as my father, and mold me as my maker. I asked you how many times will you pick me up? When I keep on letting you down, it's time I will fall short of your glory. How far will forgiveness abound? And you answer, my child, I love you. And as long as you're seeking my face, you walk in the power of my daily sufficient grace. This is true to me. Many times I failed God, but He is still there for me. Have you experienced God's love and His sufficient grace in your life? Let's move on to the second thing that why, on why we fervently participate on God's redemptive plan. The second is God's command to take part of the redemptive work will not be finished until everyone hears the message. According to Matthew chapter 24, verse 14, And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony of all nations, and then the end will come. And in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 to 20, says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. This is why, that is why, let us continue to go and make disciples, not only here, but also abroad. When I was a kid, this is really an inspiring word to me to go and make disciples. Sa bukid kasi, mga bata, limited ang laag, dili makalaag-laag. So, nabasa na ako ng, panglakaw ka mo, iwalin nyo ang, isangin nyo ang pulong si Ginoo. Excited ka ako. I long to become a missionary because I want to go abroad. But, it never happened to me. Hindi ako nakalabas, hindi ako naging missionary abroad. But I was able to be in the ministry here in our country. Before, those who want to go abroad for the Great Commission need to be trained for the language of the place. There is a lot of preparations and it's too expensive. But for this time of pandemic, trainings is done online. Less na ang gastos. I remember a lyrics of a song. It says, Millions are dying. Millions are starving. Millions are just waiting to be rich. Oh, what are you doing there sitting on the chair? This song becomes real on this pandemic period. We just sat down on the chair because bawal maglabas. But even if we stay at home, the missions never stop. We are able to go and make disciples by using gadgets such as cell phone, tablet, 
laptop, and computer. These are the instruments that people can use if they want to serve God through missions or even serving in the church. Those who are good in communication and good in internet connection are able to do more. And in fact, ACAC is doing well on this time. Amidst of this pandemic, the Lord gave wisdom to His people in order to carry on His message to the world. Would you like to be part of this mandate? Why missions? Because God does not want anyone to perish. In this time of pandemic, people seek to be saved from being and be safe from being affected or died from COVID-19. And the only way for this is to be vaccinated because vaccine vaccine can protect a person on experiencing severe effect from the disease. If you are not yet vaccinated, you are on high risk for dying from the disease. Most people this time seek to be saved from this pandemic because they're not yet ready to die. If we try to look at it, this situation is only temporal. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 28 says, Do not be afraid of those who kill the body and cannot kill both the body and soul. COVID can kill the body but cannot for our soul. But don't you know that there is greater than the vaccine who can not only protect you physically but can save you as well? Not only here on earth but until eternity. Being saved from eternal death is the most important thing. This is and there is only one who can do this. He is the Lord Jesus Christ. Like vaccine na makaprotect sa atin from dying of the disease, Jesus can save us and can protect us from dying eternally. In John chapter 3, verse 15, whoever believes in Him may have eternal life. Why missions? Because the need is very high and people can die by pandemic we need to be we need to do it now because covid kills many what if one of your loved ones got infected by the disease and died without knowing the salvation found in jesus one of the greatest regrets i have in my life when one of my very close cousin died he was shot by the unknown people. I regretted uh, being close to him without me sharing him the gospel of Jesus Christ. It was very painful and because of that experience, I make use of my Facebook account to have a connection to some of my relatives. The third thing is that we, can, we need to know is God does not want us to perish. In Second Peter chapter three verse nine, God does not want anyone to perish, but everyone to repent. 
God desires, or in other in other version, it says, God does not desire anyone to perish. He desires all to come to repentance. In First Timothy chapter two verse four, God desires all people to be saved and come to to know the knowledge of truth. And John chapter three sixteen says. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have an eternal life. How can they hear when nobody is telling? For those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, it is our responsibility to tell others so that they will not perish. But if we do not take our part, a lot of people perish. God doesn't want that to happen. I want you to reflect on these three things. What are the ministries or missions you have been actively involved since COVID quarantine or lockdown had been enforced? Why and how have you continued to participate? If you haven't participated yet, what hinders you? What do you want to do to be involved in the Great Commission? Only you and me can answer this question. Amidst a pandemic, we still need to be involved in missions because God's love and grace in restoring humanity is constant and unchanging. Second, God's command to take part in the redemptive work will not be finished until everyone hears the message. And Lastly, God does not want anyone to perish. Therefore, let us avail ourselves for this great call. Let us pray. Father God, thank you for your words. And thank you for reminding us once again to on our responsibility as your children. That we need to take part on the Great Commission. And help us, Lord, to have that desire in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen.